coming up on the InStuff podcast. Looking at photos, it has albums that it automatically generates by date, like one year ago, two year ago. Mm -hmm. Somehow there's an album called Tasty Treats. (laughs) (laughs) Let's clarify, it's baked goods. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It is. But you didn't create that? I didn't create it. (laughs) Wow. It's figured out that I bake a lot. (laughs) All that and more than you could ever dream to ask for, coming up next on the InStuff Podcast. The InStuff Podcast is brought to you by ScratchBand, the brand new way to help you stop touching your face. Why is everyone telling you to wash your hands these days? Because they're covered with germs. Every time you touch your face, you're helping to put those germs into your body and make yourself sick. Until now, ScratchBand's patent-pending design allows you to scratch your face with your wrist instead of your fingers, shielding you from those gross hands. Made of medical-grade silicon, you can sanitize it in the dishwasher, washing machine, or even a microwave. So stop touching your face and making yourself sick and join the evolution. Scratch Band. More information at scratchband.life. While I'm complaining about this. Well, you're thing. complaining about iCloud, which makes me wonder if that answers my one of my questions. I hate iCloud. <laughs> In all ways, I hate logging into iCloud. I hate the services iCloud <laughs> offers. I hate search on Apple platforms. There is wow. nothing about the iCloud experience that I have anything good to say about. Wow. Zero things. Okay. And well, I that... feel like they force me to interact with iCloud whenever I need to like change a password, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm irately <laughs> angry when I have to log into iCloud. And here we are right now. Well, so to clarify, hi, this is Kristen. Hi. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is today's topic in the Stuff podcast is... I don't know, photo management? I don't know what to call this. Well, so the last episode, we were talking about cloud storage, and then you had the question, like, it was a question about photo management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why not talk about it? Well, we should talk about it. That's what we're going to do. And, but I think we, what I, what I think could be kind of cool, well, to a degree about this, is that you are a Mac laptop, top user but you are a google i uh, smartphone user no i have a samsung samsung so okay. it's on the android platform i don't right. even know that pl- i feel platform agnostic more than i have any allegiance to anything wow like a long time ago i was pc mm-hmm. and then it just it just happened that ordering macs was easier through work because everybody had a mac mm-hmm. and for some reasons Mac is convenient and just super expensive, yeah. which is annoying. Yeah. And you get 
wrapped into this weird iCloud thing that provides zero value <laughs> except making you log in. Yeah. And I'm abandoning this attempt to log in because I lost wow. the window with my authentication oh. code. Oh my gosh. I have, again, it's just my, it's crapple. It's the crapple, crapple, <laughs> crapple <laughs> ecosystem. I just can't stand it. It is pretty amazing when, that they have done such an incredible job of presenting themselves as basically bulletproof software designers. And then is it software though, or is it hardware software and hardware, I guess. Yeah, you're right. But now it's both, you know, and then you get one and you're like, how can this be so lame? I, it, you know how long it took me to update my Apple watch because they wanted a, a two gig download the watch had to be plugged in the entire time. The phone needed to be nearby. <laughs> it took me like at least a month before oh, of tries goodness. too, where I would like try and then I would forget. And of course, I don't have amazing Wi-Fi. So, you know, I didn't want to bog down my internet with this. So I was like, oh, I'll do it at <laughs> night. And then you forget. And pretty soon, like the watch is not working right anymore. And this, like, this is insane. Anyway, so I feel like I'm, I don't know, like I'm the last person who's in the world who hasn't figured out how to handle photos, especially someone who considers himself pretty tech literate. Mm -hmm. I've looked it up multiple times and I just, it's, it's a mess. My situation right now is every once in a while when it crosses my mind, I plug my iPhone into my Mac it yells at me about how the iPhone needs to be open and unlocked before it can download pictures. Occasionally it says I need to like up download some update or it won't even let me do these things. Up download update. I have to up download things, <laughs> which is really hard to do. <laughs> and then they end up in there and then I'm like, well, now I have three teraflops of photos. I can't fit them all on my laptop anymore. That's ridiculous. So I copy a bunch onto an external hard drive, but that's a pain because I don't want to have to reconnect that every time I connect photos. And then I open up my photo app and none of the pictures are there that I want. The pictures from 10 years ago that I want nothing to do with are always on there. Oh. And I'm just like, this is untenable. What is the proper way to do this? And... In looking it up, I was amazed too that I couldn't even think of like what I couldn't figure out what term to search for that would get me the results I want. Now I'm only looking at YouTube because I don't read things. I want to be told things. <laughs> Last episode, you or two episodes ago, you said you were a visual learner. I'm a that, visual learner. <laughs> you're too lazy to read, or are you a visual learner? I'm a visual. I learner. think there's a big difference. Uh, reading's exhausting, especially <laughs> on a phone. So. I'm searching and they're like, how to organize your photos. And I'm like, I don't want to organize. I want an app to do it for me, A. And B, that's not what I want to know is like, how, how can this just be seamless? How can I take a picture and have it be on all my devices and neatly organized and easy to sort through later and not cost me a bunch of money? So therein lies the rub. Yeah. Have you figured this out? 
Do you feel like for me photos? Well, yeah, and that's that's all I'm asking. I mean, you don't have to figure it out for the world. Everyone's well, got different needs. That's the th- everyone has different needs, and so when you're saying you want your photos to be easy to access and across all your devices, I mean, like for me, I want to be able to sort my images in multiple ways, and I don't want them to be on all of my devices. Oh, okay. Because uh, my phone has significantly less storage than my laptop, for instance. Right. Versus yeah, the cloud, I, which I has... guess accessible on all my devices. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't want them. I don't want any of this stuff stored. I want it all in the cloud. I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about plans that are, or plans and services that are good, I want something that I can back up to the cloud. Mm-hmm. I want something that <clears throat> I can that will sort by date. But then I can also create albums in mm-hmm. and potentially provide additional tags or stars or something like that. And then something that I can keep in the cloud and access, but isn't necessarily downloading full resolu- excuse me, full resolution images to all of my devices because mm-hmm. that just takes up too much space. Yeah. But, and I do pay for it. I don't pay very much, but for the little bit that I have, I pay for it. Just because it's easy. So what's what's your solution? Google. Oh. <laughs> cool, because that certainly is looking good from the options that I've been researching as well. And Why did you it, go with Google? A lot of it has to do with the fact that it's something that I deal with for work every mm-hmm. day because mm-hmm. the university is tied into the Googleverse, and it's my the plan that the plan that I pay for is on a consumer Google account. So they're separate. They're totally separate. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind. And I know there's a lot of people that don't like the amount of tracking and mm-hmm. baggage that comes with having a Google account because they're either philosophically opposed to them as a giant corporation or other reasons. Mm-hmm. But I'm one, I just don't care. There are some things that I don't have the bandwidth <laughs> to care that strongly about. And storing that's, my that's photos no, is in that normal. realm. Ow, yeah, my cat just bit me. Did you see that? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> this is abnormal. She's playing. Like her she tail is. She's playing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's feeling spicy, spicy. today. <laughs> anyway, for those who can't see this, which is everyone listening, my cat is in my lap with her paws all four limbs wrapped around my hand yeah and she's looks like her nipping, claws are ah, <laughs> nipping on me which is something she normally does to my daughter but knows better than to do to me <laughs> anyway so how take me through the story of a photo a, well, that Kristen has taken you take a picture on your photo what sort of journey does this photo go on this all started way back, almost before I had, definitely before I had a smartphone. Because mm-hmm. I was taking digital pictures and I had nowhere to formally save my photos. So I would save them to my laptop, but you know, you kind of need a backup strategy. Mm-hmm. And so when I first started thinking about this, I had a Flickr account and it was when Flickr was owned by Flickr. Mm. I think they were originally owned by Flickr. Mm-hmm. And they were, it was fine. The internet was young. Flickr was young. Mm-hmm. It was a good service that let you tag, and the communities were set up in an interesting way, and you could create albums. And I like the service for a number of reasons. Um, and then Yahoo bought Flickr, 
and I hated them. <laughs> so I stopped paying for the plan. <laughs> Do you remember how much it cost? Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember. I feel like it was expensive, <clears throat> but expensive to me is relative because I'm so cheap. Any monetary value. Yeah. Any, once you get to like 10 bucks a month, well, right now, it starts Flickr, to really sting. The base plan is seven or six ninety nine a month. Mm, okay. So it's not super expensive, mm -hmm. but I refuse to give my money to them now. Okay. I hate the way, I really hate the way Yahoo organizes all of their interfaces. Mm. And I hate the way they expect people to integrate services in a social way. Mm -hmm. They do a really crappy job. Sorry if anybody listening listens, works for Yahoo. I'm sure it's not your fault. <laughs> it's just always been that way. And People I just still have work this for Yahoo, huh? bias. I'll never, I never want to give it up. This mm -hmm. is what it is. So I gave up Flickr and just started keeping things. By that point, I had a smartphone and it was an Apple phone, but I just backed things up to Google because mm -hmm. it was easy. And I never really bought into the iCloud thing because... Even back when I had an iPhone, logging into iCloud was infuriating. And mm. the, the iTunes and the phone sync and all of that stuff that they did, the multiple updates every minute mm -hmm. that uh, iTunes required, it was maddening. So eventually I just switched and started buying Samsung phones, which were running Android and it was tied into Google and it just made everything super easy. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all sort of came around to be a Google solution. And I pay for Google storage, the lowest tier of Google storage. So all my photos are backed up. I'm only using a small percentage. I back up high, full resolution photos there. I can access them anytime. They're not locally st stored on my phone, but they are on my laptop. I can specify which ones I want to be downloaded and which ones I want, you know, just to be able to access. And they let you set up albums, mm -hmm. which for me, the, the level of organization is fine. I know photographers want much more control over customization because even as a web developer, there's a level of organization that's handy that is hard to do on Google mm. with the albums. Because I want, for instance, to be able to search between photos I've already optimized versus full resolution photos. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot still that Google's not going to help with. Mm -hmm. And I also just back, I make backups of my laptop occasionally and, and that's what I do. So it's not a perfect solution, but it's a solution. Again, I put those backups on my Google account that I pay for and they exist there until I delete them. And how did you set this up? How do you, how did you get it so that your photos automatically go up? up now that's recently to changed Cloud. too, because it used to be that photos, like the photos you would take on your phone, through Google Photos, you could say, you know, back up this album to mm -hmm. Google. Okay. And it would do that. It would just save my. my so you just designate a folder. Yeah, like the camera folder on my okay. phone would oh, go to right. the cloud. Mm -hmm. And it would back up that way. And then it would sync with my laptop. And then you have like the Google Photos app or something that you, how do you look at these photos then? I have um, Google Drive installed mm -hmm. on my laptop. Okay. So that app syncs to my file system on my laptop. Mm -hmm. And it automatically downloads new photos that I've uploaded from my phone. 
But does it have any sort of photo interface so you can see, like, here are the photos that I took in Anchorage? and They're the organized by date already. But any other way? If I want to look up, Through, like, this is a face good recognition or anything like that. Oh, you're one of those people. Well, yeah. I got a kid. <laughs> you know, I want to go and look at every picture ever taken of my kid. Online, the Google Photos interface will do that. I've not tried to do it locally. Locally, I just use the regular file mm -hmm. um, file system and just access my photos either through the date or through tags that I've added. Okay. So I will go through occasionally and add tags to files and photos so they're easier to find later. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So it does take a little bit of work and I do pay for it. It's, mm -hmm. what do I pay? One ninety nine a month. Whoa. For reasonable. 100 gigs right. of storage, which I'm not even halfway yeah. into right now. And I've, I've been paying for at least five years. Okay. Yeah. I was under the impression that Google would give you unlimited photo storage if you're okay with them reducing image quality at 16 megapixel. And you're just because you, you want those higher resolution photos. That doesn't work so great for you. Yeah. And it recently changed. Google changed how Google Photos works. Like Google changes all Google apps. Mm. You know, I feel like when the individuals in the team roll over, mm -hmm. the way that the momentum of app development is going and also how that app integrates with Google's um, other app applications changes. Mm -hmm. So Google Photos did change a little bit. It still works out for me but yeah you can't store full resolution photos for free anymore okay but you can store reduced resolution photos for free i think so i think okay. i saw all that yeah so i learned that from this video that was uploaded about a year ago so i don't know if anything's changed since then it may have actually yeah i should have i should have dug in there a little bit more well no it's just such a big thing that i'm you know trying trying to I just, I want it to be easy. Well, I mean, it's easy enough. I normally don't think about it. All right. And if I needed 200 gigs of storage, it would be two ninety nine a month. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like $2.99. It's right, not that right. much. Yeah. Now, have you looked into any of the other photo storage? And what, why did, what about them was not so appealing to you? So we've already talked about iCloud. You just hate. Crabble interacting with iCloud. I really do. Every time I do, I just want to throw my laptop across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm constantly getting this air iCloud login not working and I like click on it and that takes me nowhere or it disappears. I'm just like, well, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> not <laughs> only away. that, once I successfully <laughs> try to log in, they give you this verification code and it always detects me in Washington state. I know. That's the weird <laughs> thing about being in Alaska is it always... Yeah, mm -hmm. somehow all of our internet comes from Washington because like, it's yeah. like, do, are you log trying to log in from Sheshawabi, Washington? And I'm like, <laughs> I guess. Nope. <laughs> but I'll say so just so I can access this one. I file. don't know what the place is, but it's some name I can't really pronounce in Washington. <laughs> yeah, um, so I've looked into that. I've already <clears> expressed <throat> why I won't go with iCloud. Mm-hmm. Then there's Dropbox, and I, for years, I had paid for Dropbox, and it just seemed like it was extra on top of Google. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, if you're not interested in participating with 
Google stuff. Dropbox is great for file storage. I just choose not to use it. <clears throat> yeah, I thought Dropbox was kind of rendered moot by Google Drive, but I have some people who still use it. I'm like, why are you paying for this when Google Drive does this for free? I thought some people don't like Google. Yeah. Which it's good to have an alternative. Yeah, it is. I have no warm feelings toward Dropbox though, because they're always telling me I'm running out of space. <laughs> and then you're like hosed. You can't view other files that people have because you don't have enough space, mm -hmm. even though they're the one who are paying for an account. Ugh. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's it's mainly the iCloud login mess. From from what I understand, well, there's more. Oh, there's more. Oh, okay. Yeah. There Tell are me more, more about. No, 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 no. I mean about iCloud. Oh, okay. So we're still on iCloud. Yeah. It's really the login experience. Mm -hmm. I can't even once <laughs> I can't, I haven't had enough good login experiences with iCloud to get mm. over the hump of hating it. <laughs> That's interesting how, you know, that fundamental thing, you know, in theory, it's challenging because it's higher security or something, but oh right. man. and then and I don't mind dual factor authentication. I love it. I do when too. it's done well. Yes. But we have this problem where you know all of our accounts at the university are through Google. So when I get into trying to log into something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it through Google. It sends me to the to the university's google login which sends me to another dual factor mm -hmm. login which sends me back to something and by the end i feel like my phone is completely lost on what i was trying to do in the first place <laughs> and so that's how i'm like oh gosh here we go around th this wild goose chase again my understanding is that the icloud storage is Pricing-wise, pretty similar to Google if if you want to be able to upload whatever you want. But if you, are, again, are okay with sort of throttling down the image quality, Google is a better deal in terms of While price. we were bantering at the beginning of this, uh -huh. I, went, I finally just Googled iCloud price plans because I uh -huh. couldn't get into iCloud. <laughs> 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 That's pretty damning. Uh, so for North America, what I discovered was something that was a little cryptic. It says it for 50 gigabytes, you get it's 99 cents. Mm -hmm. For 200 gigabytes, it's $2.99. Mm -hmm. For two terabytes, it's $9.99. And I'm right. assuming that is a monthly fee. Yes, it is. Yeah. And the problem for me is that I see, like, this is just going to go up and up and up and up and up. Like, I'm not going to suddenly decide I don't care about my daughter's first two years of her life and delete those. Like, mm -hmm. I want to keep those pictures forever, you know? So, and, and then am I going to end up, another consideration here is, am I going to end up fully invested with two terabytes of photos that I've got all wrapped up in one organization, and then they're like, you know what? Yahoo just bought us. Never mind. <laughs> and it's, I, I mean, angry. this is what happened to me with with the narrative clip, the life logging camera. You know, I had like years of pictures, and then they're just like, sorry, we're out of business, and all your pictures are going to be deleted. And somehow I didn't get the message fast enough. I didn't check my email. I was pretty bad at checking my email for a while. 
pretty yeah, good. Yeah, normally they give you like six months. Yeah, I don't know if it was that much, but um, and then they're like all gone, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> That's so. I mean, there's a certain element of because some of the apps that I looked into are you know independent of the the major cloud storage organizations, Google. There's smug and mug. Apple and stuff. Like a lot of photographers. And that makes me a little nervous. A lot of photographers I've seen use SmugMug. Mug. Uh-huh. And I think it's because it provides password protected albums that you can send out for different people. Mm-hmm. Or in different ways. And that makes sense. You can customize albums to mm-hmm. a, a particular degree. And then there is Adobe Cloud Storage, which seems expensive. It's mm-hmm. really expensive. You kind of have to be in Adobe system. And Adobe, I almost feel about Adobe the way I feel about iCloud. Oh, I know. Except that I use the apps. You know, I use, as a graphic designer, I use the Adobe apps. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're slow. And they're, mm. they're resource intensive. And so that's how I feel about their cloud storage too. I have no reason to feel that way, except that I need to have an Adobe account to access the cloud storage. And Adobe accounts are, they are expensive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at some point I probably will not have one. Okay. Yeah. Because all of the deep fake software is going to just make my job obsolete. Deep fake software and Canva. Are going to make your As a designer? graphic design yep. job obsolete because people do it themselves? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Maybe we should talk about that. <laughs> all of the point time. and click stuff. Yeah, like all there's like there's a small business website point and click service. There's many of them. I feel like you know the small business website developer is gonna go by the wayside unless you're actually doing back end design. You know the front end stuff is pretty point and click for people that have time. Same with graphic design. Everybody feels like they can be a graphic designer. It's like okay, be a graphic designer if you don't want somebody that can actually do it. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's fine, too. Why would I pay Adobe if there's point-and-click editors that people would prefer to use than actually pay for a professional service? I'm not going to fight that battle anymore. I'm just going to switch professions. Wow. Why? Like, this is the way of the universe. Yeah, that's true. I don't mind if the robots take my job. I'll just switch jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we stumbled onto something here. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Um... Yeah, are there any other ones that you have explored and rejected over the years? There has, you know, there's. I feel like there's one called Photo Bucket way oh, back. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't have a whole lot that was better than Smug Mug or anything else. Mm-hmm. And there's others that it would take a long time to go through the universe of photo storage services. But I think these are the big ones that I have paid attention to. Is there one that you've looked at that I haven't mentioned? I can't remember which ones that I have tried. And I've heard about some others that I didn't recognize. And as as far as I was aware, didn't have anything unique to offer. One of the things about the big name companies like Dropbox or Google is you don't expect them to go away anytime soon. Yeah. So sure, put all of your stuff up there because you don't have to worry about whatever that migration mm-hmm. plan needs to be if you ever need to back out of somebody's plan right Flickr made it easy to to migrate when yahoo bought them they made it easy to move your photos somewhere else oh that's cool which was nice Mm -hmm. and i did that that's exactly what i did (laughs) (laughs) 
we know you may not like this, so we're giving you a super easy way to not do yep. it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I okay. Well, I, I think how much of this is contingent upon what OS you're already using, what phone you're already using. It seems to me like if you're not an Apple user, why would you mess with iCloud? I have no idea. So iCloud is automatically out if you're not a an Apple user. Yeah. Or even a hundred percent Apple user like you. You're like a fifty percent Apple user. My it's only my laptop that okay. is Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Google seems to be the kind of cross platform. It is. Magic and I have, bullet. I have more thoughts about why the heck would anybody would want an iPhone, but we don't need to go there. <laughs> like, why do you have a phone you can't see the file system on? Like you can't search through the files on your phone without going through the Apple blessed interface. I want to be able to see all the files on my phone. Like yeah. I want to see all the files on my laptop. Well, that's another, I think we could get on that as another topic. Like, why would anyone have an iPhone? Um, I have ideas because <laughs> I have, but I'm not thrilled about it. I, I think part of it, yeah, so we could get into that. Mm -hmm. That's a topic you want to talk about. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so pretty much iCloud out unless you're a hardcore Mac person who is happy with how it's going and just wants to keep everything Apple. Mm -hmm. Google, probably a good fit for everybody else. And yeah, you're going to have to shell out, depending on how many photos you're taking and what kind of quality you want, you're going to have to shell out a couple, a few bucks a month. But, you know, in the video I watched, which I can give you the link to. Please course, do. Um, it's like 20 minutes long. God awful long video. <laughs> Did you watch it two times speed? No. <laughs> I can barely, I probably watched it a half, I should have watched it at half speed. Oh my God. <laughs> but um, it, what was my point before I got distracted? <laughs> Rob for, hasn't for the record, well I week. had a terrible illness, sick weekend, and I am still getting things, the gears back up to full <laughs> RPM today. The gears. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, I completely lost my train of thought. What was you were I talking trying about? to synopsize our conversation up to this point. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. Apple, iCloud's for Apple people. Google's a great option. Google's really, a great option. Yeah. Oh, um, thank you. Um, <laughs> they talked in the video about what size of picture you could print with the 16 megapixel limit. Mm -hmm. And it's still like, I can't remember exactly, but it was like 18 by 23. It's totally big enough for family photos that you want to blow up to yeah. put up on the wall. You know, there's a few choice pictures that I've had printed on canvas because they're I'm really happy with them. And is it this I, it's tiger not the tiger one? No, I did <laughs> not snap that on canvas. picture of a tiger in Siberia running toward the camera. Unfortunately, but but there's a few few pictures, and so it's it's not you're not super limited i have a question yeah the, what you just said alludes to a much larger question and it's printing out photos back in the day everybody had their photos developed on paper mm -hmm. or tin if we go way back into the day mm -hmm. they're printing on metal but at some point there's a fixed permanent 
um, thing that your photo is written to. Mm-hmm. And you don't seem to really print out so many photos anymore. I don't, but part of that is because I think I've had lousy photo management because I have created photo albums and had them printed through, I don't even remember, like Instaprint or whatever. And those are pretty cool. You mm -hmm. get the book made. Yeah. And I've I've liked that as just a chance. It is, for those of you who aren't here. Your um, roof is creaking. It is super windy in Fairbanks today, which is rare. We do not get a lot of wind. And every time the wind blows, especially in the winter, I'm like, okay, what's going to fall on my house? The roof is creaking. and Your so, rain chain's blowing sideways. My my rain chain is blowing and the wind chimes are blowing. And so it's all, we're a little on edge here. And off topic. And off topic again. But <laughs> that, I mean, and that's, oh, that's a whole another thing too. But printing. Having, having photos printed. I very rarely do it, but part of it is because it's so much work. It's a lot. It is a lot of work, and it takes a while. You have to send away for it, and then right. it comes back, and then you get to look at it. Yep. I don't print a whole lot of photos either. I don't feel like having that fixed artifact is as important anymore as just being able to look at the photo mm -hmm. digitally. Yeah, that's fine. But then it it really is. You need to pay money to keep that thing up on a server in the sky somewhere. Right. Yeah. It was really funny to me when I was working on creating these photo books. They, they they have presets. They're like, you know, here's a preset arrangement of photos. So you upload your photos and it automatically arranges them and what it guesses is an attractive book form. And then you go in and you tweak things. Mm -hmm. And at one point in this process, I realized that I could make this book any way I wanted to and have every page be what I wanted it to be exactly. And it's like, I just had to say, no, you didn't see that. Pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> because then it would take me years of, I mean, this is like what a graphic designer does. This is what You're telling does. this to a graphic designer. Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> you nope. were doing the thing that would have normally been my job. Exactly. And I was like, I am not doing this. I am not going to go through and try and figure out the exact best way to display all of these photos. Or pay a graphic designer or, to do I'm it. I'm definitely not paying a graphic designer <laughs> to make my family album. Like, oh. I'm not that rich. <laughs> I don't like a freaking Rockefeller or anything like that. <laughs> So yeah, I do think photo books are awesome and I, I don't know. I, I'm not super into printing photos now, but I was for a while and yeah. And it was, it was fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I would Next like topic. every year to print out a book. I would love that to become a tradition. And I feel like what has been inhibiting that is the fact that my photos are all over the freaking place because I keep changing my mind and I keep changing computers and I keep filling up hard drives and you're just like, screw it. Like we're starting fresh. And so now I got some pictures on my laptop, some are on a hard drive, some are from my computer on my, on my desktop computer. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's another question I had for you is uh, on these, on like Google can I say like, hey, Google, scan this computer 
Mm-hmm. Like, how, and then put all these pictures. You get can them all in there. Install Google Drive on your computer. Okay. And specify which folders you want to sync. Okay, so it takes a little work for me to figure out where the folders are. All of this is going to take a little bit of work up yeah. front, and then it'll happen it'll automatically. Like, okay. And then what about, you know, one of the inevitable issues when you have this is you end up with eight different copies of photos. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in Google that helps you recognize that you have duplicates or help you automatically uh, purge? It's. I don't know that it's going to automatically flag that you have uh, one copy of a particular photo like rob's best hair day in every day google photos and rob's best hair day is also in a folder called backup from 2007 Mm -hmm. and another rob's perfect hair in like a folder called you're creeping me out a little bit have you like hacked into my computers And found all my Rob's best hair Some day people folders. went to have multiple copies of a photo, yeah. whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. So I've never really dug in to see if it'll find duplicates of the same photo like it finds like duplicate contacts and mm-hmm. makes it easy to merge. I've not looked for that. I think that's more a personal file management responsibility. Okay. Well, the ship has sailed on that. <laughs> Thanks to early days of issues with freaking uploading photos and this whole internet thing will never take. I'm just going to throw all my files up there and I won't think about them again. (laughs) It's interesting having this episode right after we talked about how cloud storage is going to destroy the environment, (laughs) but it's probably energy wise more efficient than keeping them all on a hard drive probably and paying a little bit to mm-hmm. keep your photos for instance up in the cloud is probably comparable to the amount you would have spent having film developed and prints made from photos sure. that you took with a regular camera that's that's true the environmental impact of not printing photos is pretty impressive i suppose photochemicals if they're like other art related chemicals i've dealt with are not necessarily the most environmentally friendly no we have all sorts of issues dealing with them in the department because we do a lot of darkroom photography and stuff. And there so you go. that stuff is freaky. I'm, I feel like our darkroom tech guy has got a little bit of Mad Hatter going on <laughs> from being around all those fumes all the time. That would explain <laughs> a lot. Um, I don't know. This is maybe a little bit off topic, but I feel like not so far off that I, I don't feel like um, bringing it up. When it comes to sharing your photos with people, I I sort of stumbled upon something that I that I like, but do you have any thoughts about like when you when you want to share photos with family because you have a very close connection with your completely bonkers family from what I understand. They're not bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case they're listening, they're great. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's never said a a bad thing about she just sucks i'm just now you're just making it awkward (laughs) (laughs) but if you would you just text them photos how do you share photos with your family if it's just one photo that i know that i want them to look at and it won't matter if they come back to it Mm -hmm. i'll just text i'll send it over text but 
if it's on Google Photos, I will send them a link to the photo or to the photo album. If, you know, we've all met somewhere mm-hmm. for a holiday and I took a bunch of pictures. I'll put them in a photo album. Sorry, I meant for that to be two words and not one. <laughs> put them in a photo album and share the link with them. Okay. <laughs> I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I don't know why I'm pausing so much here. I'm still getting these gears up to speed. Your brain is super slow today. Several years ago, and I was in like a thrift shop, and they had this photo album that would allow you to share pictures remotely. Was it a digital photo album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess well, it would be otherwise. It's a photo album I send. That I had to I ask. mail my mom pictures, and she is puts them in. Is it a photo in. frame? or is It's it a, a photo frame, Okay. I guess I should say. Here we are. Thank you. And, and as I had been aware of digital photo frames that you could like email photos to, but they had a monthly fee. And of course I'm, one thing I inherited from my father was uh, we detested, he detested, uh, monthly fees for anything. Okay. Just pay straight up. There's something about having, feeling this never ending fee thing. Anyway, so I wasn't really interested in that, um, and the beauty of this thing was you buy it once and you're just done. It was a Nix Play digital picture frame. I bought it, get it home, try and use it. It already has a user connected to it. I was like, oh, great. <laughs> it's a piece of junk. Now nah, I'm screwed. Email the company. They're like, uh, we'll help you out here. They actually did. Good. They got this thing reset, which was incredible to me since I bought it at a thrift shop. I thought, like, they owe me nothing on this at all. They got it sorted out. This was a few years ago still. And so, you know, as the only, as the parent of the only grand, my, my mom's only grandchild, you have a certain amount of responsibility and pictures is one. And so got it set up and I really like it. I just, it, it's, you know, (laughs) built right into the photo app. I, you know, you select, I got a picture I want to share and it's one of the options you hit next play. It automatically uploads to my mom's picture frame. Hmm. I can add a caption if I want to. And then I send her a bunch of pictures from our trip to Mexico with, with my daughter. Drinking all of those dirty monkeys. Drinking all those dirty monkeys, making my mom <laughs> think I was coming an alcoholic because <laughs> she's retired and she, her bar for what to worry about keeps getting lower and lower as her life becomes less stressful. So worrying about her son getting drunk, drinking basically banana daiquiris. <laughs> anyway, yes. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> um, and so she's like, yeah, I love all these pictures you sent, except this one picture of me. I'm like, oh, okay. So I can go on the picture frame and I can delete that picture for her. Remotely, obviously, because she's 3,000 miles away. I've been really happy with that. And so I don't know if other people are, I haven't tried all of the different picture frames, but I love how easy the integration is. I love how there's no monthly fee. They are in no way paying me for this. Um, If you do get one used, I mean, obviously I got a good deal on it because it was used, but there was a certain amount of troubleshooting involved. But I would, I would recommend a Nix play from my experience. They've worked it's worked really well, and it's it's great for sharing pictures remotely. Cool. So anyway, I just want to include that. I've got that figured out. I've got the remote picture frame stuff sorted, but I 
do not know what to do with the that's the other thing you know how many how many gigs of photos do i have i don't know do i have 500 gigabytes i i don't think so that seems like a lot of it would have to be video or something for it to get that high you could do a search on your computer based on file extension and just list out all the extensions images yeah extensions. that's true every dot jpeg yeah then you would know yeah I can't, but you know, I've been taking digital pictures <clears throat> since 2004, probably, I think. 17 years. Good math. Nicely done. <laughs> That's the first time anybody's ever said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had that one ready. So, and it's only going to continue. So anyway, all right. Well, I'm going to try out Google Photos. Yeah, give it a try. And we'll find out if it if it works for me as a... 100% Mac user. I think the more contentious issue for some people will be the built-in editors that come with these platforms mm -hmm. versus like what people prefer to add it with too. So I think that's part of the conversation that we haven't addressed. So it doesn't seem like it's important to you. No, I don't typically edit photos very much. I don't, I'm not a photographer. I don't care about having super high resolution photos available i i just want this to be a no-brainer and when i think of something that i want to show someone i want it to be on my freaking phone <laughs> and i don't want to see some i mean let's just for fun here we're going to click on photos first of all i end up with like all photos i don't know what that means let's clarify you're on an iphone i'm on an iphone you're looking at iphone photos app looking at iphone photos and i have okay freaking screenshot from july 24 okay then i go to albums and i have recents 365 places 260 people three there's only three people i know <laughs> i have two favorites like i have more favorites than two <laughs> favorited more photos in my life than two why are i guess those are two from the last six months or something it's hard for you to tell i don't know i have this great picture of one of those puff um puff ball <laughs> mushrooms yeah that had it looks a, like a butt that had a, a root <laughs> growing across the top of it so it looks like a little baby's butt it really does that was in my aunt's backyard it's like a little white it peach. looks like an adorable little so that I'm glad is on there. Because <laughs> it's bringing you joy. Um, but let's see. Okay. <clears throat> I feel like this is not the best example, but I don't know. So Google, you can install Google Google Photos on your phone and also just yeah. see what it does. Mm -hmm. Looking at photos, it has albums that it automatically generates by date like one year ago two year ago mm -hmm. somehow there's an album called tasty treats <laughs> <laughs> and let's clarify it's baked goods <laughs> really it is but you didn't create that i didn't create it <clears throat> it's, wow it's figured out that i bake a lot <laughs> what i want to know is will my photo app be able to identify the delorean because there's a number of times where I'm like, I need a picture of the DeLorean. That's interesting. And then I have to scroll through, scroll through, scroll through. 
because I'm an editor of DeLorean World Magazine, and every once in a while I'm like, oh, I need a picture of the DeLorean for the magazine, and I can't, I'm like, will it recognize that it, this car specifically, not just any car, but will it, it seems like it wouldn't be that hard, like, you know, to recognize all photos that feature this same vehicle, but. So there is also a library area mm-hmm. in Google Photos that will show you all of the albums that you've created. Mm-hmm. And it'll also show you folders on your device, mm. at least on Android it will, mm-hmm. that have photos in them. So okay. if you happen to have an image editor, it'll show you the folder of all of the photos that you've edited in that editor Okay. versus like your camera photos. Mm-hmm. But then there's a search screen and the search screen will identify all of the people that you have photos of. Okay, cool. Based on your contacts. Mm-hmm. And it'll create some dynamic albums based on places that you've been and things that you're doing, like forests and hiking and cliffs. Oh, okay, cool. Parks, dogs, flowers, airplanes. This is actually hilarious because I've never looked at this before. <laughs> <laughs> it's automatically created a photo called Baking. Oh, wow. <laughs> a photo or an album. An album called Sunset. Oh. <laughs> and for the sculpture studio, it's interpreting all of those photos as factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's adorable. Oh my gosh. There's I I I mean it sounds like you haven't explored this a lot, but I wonder if with like Google search where you could search with an image, mm-hmm. it'd be cool to know if I could search with an image through my photos to see like, okay, here's a picture of the DeLorean. Find other pictures of this same car. Oh, let's see. If I'm searching in this, I can search by audio. Oh, I can search by, by audio? You yeah. mean it's transcribing? And I can talk and it'll just say oh. if I say search for something. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I thought it was actually searching. Like it, Anyway, searching audio files. It's just I let you search. Now you're searching audio files. I don't, I'm not, There's I'm nothing not in my photos for. that has anything to do with audio files. Okay. Um, you could search for mountain. No, I'm here. Search for mountains. It's not perfect. It came back with a picture of my parents. Well, they are the mountains of your life, I'm sure. <laughs> the pinnacles of your life. Um, what about you had a Jeep for a while? Can you search for Jeep? Okay. Search for photos of Jeeps. Hang on. I wonder how much I actually have to save for context. Jeeps. Nope, that's better. So it did. It found all my pictures of my Jeep. Oh, that's impressive. Okay. And one has, one is brilliant. It just is the VIN number. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's impressive. (laughs) All right, I'm going to try it. Well, now, is there anything else you want to talk about? I really feel like the goal of this conversation was to find a solution for you. Do you feel like... (laughs) That's the goal of every conversation, (laughs) is to find a solution for me. This is all just talk therapy. It doesn't really matter if anyone listens anymore. The idea that someone might be listening is cathartic, not cathartic, is therapeutic for me. As I try to release the burden from my soul that is being me on a daily it's basis. It's hilarious for me because sometimes I, in conversation, it'll come up. And I'm like, yeah, I have a podcast with Rob. And they're like, oh, what is it? I'll, I'll listen. And I'm like, oh, no. Don't listen. <laughs> it's just Rob 
talking about his problems <laughs> and trying to get me to solve. I really me, hope that you, you feel better. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit better. It was a rough weekend. Jan- November is already a pretty rough month in Fairbanks. It gets dark. You got the time change, which makes it worse. You feel like you should be finishing work at 3.30 because it's like pitch black, but you it's not. It's almost 3.30 and it's the, the light's really the flat. The light right is now. really flat. The sun is so low that if there's any clouds in the sky between here and Anchorage, it's a gray day. But sometimes Even though, you get really cool light because the sun is setting. Sometimes it's beautiful. Yeah. And then you combine that with being sick and you just feel like, oh. You know, I have something that will make you feel better. Do it. Tell me. Next month, we're going to start gaining daylight. We are. What is the date today? We are one month away from the winter solstice, Mm -hmm. and we'll be gaining 90 seconds of light a day for the first few weeks before it starts to really turn around. I'm excited. We can make it. I'll do it. It's going to be okay. I also had a little bit of a breakthrough today. I was like, I feel like part of why I'm, I, I have, I have I have this the the fact that the DeLorean isn't running hanging over my head and I was like you know what just have it towed to a shop right now guess what shops still function in the winter <laughs> have it towed to a shop and have them do the tests on it that I can't do right now because I don't have a heated garage right and then come spring maybe we could have this thing figured out and I can stop because <laughs> I told you being sick this weekend I binge watched Night Rider. And the whole time I'm watching Knight Rider, I'm thinking, that is the relationship I have with my DeLorean. My DeLorean is like my partner. And my partner is like in a coma right now. In your mind, your DeLorean is as cool as Kit the car? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the partnership. Michael Knight's relationship to Kit is as my relationship is to the DeLorean. We are are one. It It is merged with my persona you know i was okay with it and entertaining it until you said that merging into the persona and it reminded me of that episode of south park where cartman merges with the trapper keeper <laughs> i have to watch that <laughs> it just really gets out of control fast i still remember the first trapper keeper i bought that was a weird that's it's interesting what a profound experience that was all right i'll have to look that up okay um are you ready to talk about Anything that's blown you away in the last week? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have something, so I quick opened up my newsfeed. And <laughs> my newsfeed is coming to the rescue because it, news has been suggested to me, mm-hmm. as all good algorithms seem to be able to do these days, more or less effectively. But this one is good. There is a title called, and the title of this article is Mikhail Gorbachev's Pizza Hut Thanksgiving Miracle. <laughs> And what? Yes. And so in 1997, the former Soviet leader needed money and Pizza Hut needed a spokesman and greatness ensued. He wow. did an advertisement for Pizza Hut. Okay. That and that sounds vaguely familiar. I don't remember it at all. So it's blowing my mind that this has happened and mm-hmm. I will link the article. That I am shocked by how people you'd think would have ridiculous amounts of wealth seem to be able to go broke and i would put them in that category like shouldn't he have been able to get money wherever he wanted it 
Um, and then, you know, everything comes back to Knight Rider. I was watching <laughs> Knight Rider and I was like, huh, I wonder what, what kind of car was Knight Rider again? And it's like a 1982 Pontiac Trans Am something or other. Turbo. Is it Trans Am? I thought it was a Firebird. No, you're right. It's a Trans Am. I think Am. it's a Trans Am. And I looked it up and it's like David Hasselhoff auctions off his Knight Rider Trans Am. I was like, how broke must he have been? Did he just not care that much? How could you sell Kit? Are you out of your mind? It's just a thing. I don't consider David Hasselhoff to be someone who's so like in tune with the universe that he seems like <laughs> a dude who would be into things. Anyway, well, that is very interesting. So maybe you can link everyone to the It's relevant the to the season. <laughs> and it's really unbelievable. And as people who Makes first... you wonder... Hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. We've lived through the fall of the Iron Curtain and are still, we can't recall this. So Yeah. Makes you wonder what would have happened if Cameo had been around, if you could get Mikhail Gorbachev to <laughs> do a Cameo for you. Oh. That's a great place to go watch famous people who are apparently broke and <laughs> are willing to record a two-minute video for you. Well, you know, I am I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of keeping track, but um, did I already bring up how uh, most humans have an above-average number of legs? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, let me check that one off then. Wait. Say that again? You and I have an above-average number of legs. Above-average for what? For a human. No. Think about it. I'm trying to. I feel not like everyone I'm not... in the world has two legs, right? I understand that part. So the average has to be less than two. Oh. The only way it could be two is if someone had three legs, <laughs> this which is, is yet to really, you don't see too much of that. This is a perspective that one deals with the actual definition of average. This is a great way to explain to students and people in general how average doesn't mean always mean what we think it means. That's true. And so, <laughs> you know, if, if you have a million hits where the answer is two and one where the answer is one, the average is going to be 1.999999. Less meaning than two. Everyone, yeah, less than two, meaning everyone with two is above average. <laughs> That's clever. And also that... obvious and I feel dumb now. No, no, don't feel dumb. It blew me away. My daughter told me about this. She found it on, you know, a TikTok meme or something like that. Um, it, it cracked me up and it blew my mind. She's like, everyone, you and I have an above average number of legs. I was like, what the, <gasps> you're right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so there you go. That blew me away. And it shows you how limited knowing the average of something is that's that's why we have you know mean and and all these other different terms for numbers because average doesn't always tell you the whole story yeah because if i were an alien and we were talking about coming to the planet earth yeah and we asked the question what's the average number of legs that humans have and somebody said a number less than two i feel like that's wildly misrepresenting yeah. the majority it of Humans. Yeah, because the answer would probably be, I don't know what, like 1.95. So you would expect that everyone you meet would be missing like a foot. Yeah. <laughs> or something, you know? Yeah. That's what you'd think, that the average person has doesn't have quite two feet. But no. 
You'd be sorely disappointed yeah. as an alien. <laughs> All right. For so many reasons. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, do you feel confident enough in an idea for our next topic, or do you want to still kind of sleep on that one? I, I think we're going to just wait to announce it, because we have next week is off, because it'll be a holiday. So we're yeah, why sp- do you have next Monday off? Because my schedule is still a little bit crazy. Oh. I'm prepping for finals. Oh, okay. Yeah, so right. I'm actually taking two days, two extra days off of the Thanksgiving holiday, so I can cram work in. Um, Got it. So after that, yes. Okay. My head will be back at some point. Okay, cool. I'll let you know. So think about it. All right, Kristen. Thanks for solving my photo problem. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll have to touch base again. <laughs> Sounds and good. And see how it works out. Awesome. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for listening to the In Stuff podcast. If you'd like to join the discussion or see links to the things we referenced in today's episode, feel free to pop on over to instuffpodcast.com. That's the letter N stuffpodcast.com If you're enjoying the InStuff podcast check out my other podcast Dark Winter Nights True Stories from Alaska In each episode we share amazing true stories from Alaska told by the Alaskans who experienced them The New York Times recently called Dark Winter Nights the best winter podcast for storytelling lovers Check out Dark Winter Nights True Stories from Alaska wherever you get your podcasts or at darkwinternights.com the In Stuff podcast is brought to you by Scratch Band, the brand new way to help you stop touching your face. Why is everyone telling you to wash your hands these days? Because they're covered with germs. Every time you touch your face, you're helping to put those germs into your body and make yourself sick. Until now, Scratch Band's patent pending design allows you to scratch your face with your wrist instead of your fingers, shielding you from those gross hands. Made of medical grade silicon, you can sanitize it in the dishwasher, washing machine, or even a microwave. So stop touching your face and making yourself sick and join the evolution. Scratch Band. More information at scratchband.life.